Hi, everyone. I wanted to talk about submitting a screenplay to Nichols, the Nichols competition, which is connected to the Oscars. Now, this is the most prestigious, most well-known <laughs> screenplay competition out there. There's a lot of directors, producers, and writers that say all other screenplay competitions are scams. I don't agree with that, but they always say that Nichols is the only one that they recommend. So I decided to submit my oldest screenplay. I first came, well, I wanted to say I first came up with the story, but I really didn't come up with it. I dreamt it. And that happens with most of my scripts. I have a dream and then I wake up. And then I write it out and then daydreams happen <laughs> and those daydreams happen for years. And I just get more and more and more of the script. This particular script I had written out between 19 and like 24, like the whole, actually like 19 and 23, the whole story was written out between those years, but it was written in a weird format. It wasn't written as a novel. It was more so written like a playwright. And it's because I really liked growing up with some of those radio things that would like, and either even um, like cassette tapes <laughs> when you were in the car in the van, when you were a kid in the 80s and early 90s, it would just be cassette tapes or radio and you would just listen to a story. And I like how that allows your imagination to run wild. So I was originally envisioning it as someone closing their eyes and just listening to the story. But as the years went by and from encouragements from other people, I decided to have a script doctor um, adapt it to a screenplay format. And then that script doctor told me that he was actually a producer and he wanted to produce it as an indie film, which he did, but we never completed. That was in 2010 or 2011. And then I only really tackled the script again in 2019. And every time I tried to write it, something went wrong <laughs> with the laptop. I remember one time I like had almost a mental breakdown because I've been writing and writing and writing the script. And then all of a sudden, the computer exploded and all of my updates, all of my improvements to this story vanished. And I had to go back to square one. And that happened multiple times to the point that I just gave up. I was like, you know what? The universe does not want me <laughs> to update the script. So I'm just going to leave it. But then in 2018, I started feeling like I wanted to tackle it again. And then in 2019, I actually did. And then all these other stories started coming. That was always my fear, which sounds silly for some people that are struggling to get creative ideas. But for me, I was afraid of opening the floodgates and just having lots and lots and lots of creative stories come through because I know how my mind works and that's what's happened. I have this script coming and this script coming. And then all of a sudden I dream and have another script, which recently happened. There's a script I'm starting to write called A Shuddering at Soot Root. And it was completely a dream. And I'm backlogged. I have like 65 scripts that I'm supposed to write out ideally before the end of 2022. <laughs> 
okay, I'm giving myself some wiggle room, but it's probably gonna be 2023. But anyway, um, they distracted me is what I'm saying. Writing all these other scripts uh, distracted me and I never really paid as much attention as I wanted to, to the main script. I got some feedback. Some people didn't get it. Some people were actually quite rude. Um, actually, this script, I know it's polarizing. I warn people that it's polarizing. Um, it's a bit of a dark comedy thriller with um, spiritual ideas that are in it, but the spiritual ideas are presented in a backwards way. And it's just meant to get you to think and uh, confront your biases and prejudices, which sometimes it was funny to me that the reviewers, the script analysts didn't even realize that their feedback was actually saying that the script was doing what it was meant to do. Like some of their prejudices and biases came out and what they were saying, but they didn't, they weren't aware of it. <laughs> and so it just, it interests me to just see how other people were interpreting and experiencing my script. I didn't take it to heart because as I said before, and you will hear me say again in future episodes, I exercise my superpower. And that is not listening to people who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay. I was raised in a family where um, it was all this misinformation of things that didn't make sense. And I never listened to it. And luckily, I was able to get out of that house as I got older and really listen to people who had logic, <laughs> succinct thoughts. And I don't want to go all the way into the backstory of my childhood in this episode. I will in future episodes. But basically, if someone doesn't get the script, they don't get the script, right? I have found some level of value in every single person that has given me feedback, even if it's not as much as they thought it would be or not as much as I hoped it would be, because some have been really, really terrible, too, that I'm thinking of right now. And this is one of my most important scripts to, to me. So I am very particular about who I let read it. I normally let people who have already been in the industry for a while, or people I already have a rapport with, um, or I specifically ask for somebody who understands the uh, gender diversity and um, dealing with someone who is a person of color. And even though I've asked for that a lot of times, still I've gotten some crazy things. But anyway, back to the point. <laughs> the main point is. I was able to go over the script again and whittle it down to one less page. It's one of my longest scripts. Um, and I was frustrated that I wasn't able to get it lower, but sometimes just having some space, some time between you and your script will allow you to come back to it with renewed eyes, especially if you've written other scripts in between you know, you're honing your skills, you're getting better. And then when you look at your older script, you can be like, oh, wait, that no longer works. I can switch it there. I can tweak it there. And so that's what I did for the last three days. I did it. But I was procrastinating on the script for a while into 2021 because there was a certain, there was a, a feedback that I was getting from multiple people. 
And I agreed with it because I added that part because of someone who gave me feedback when I was first starting to ask for feedback. And so I just dumped it all at the end. And I was like, you know what? That's never, that was never the original way that the story was and ended. So, and like everybody was saying, it doesn't really fit. So I went back and I changed it, but I forgot that I had changed it. And so I was procrastinating and procrastinating, being like, oh, it's going to take me so much time to like change it around and, and make sure it still flows. And then today I read it and I was like, wait, I already changed it. <laughs> I was so shocked. So I don't remember when I changed it. Sometimes when you're just writing and writing and writing, everything becomes a blur. And in 2020, I was just doing that just to like stave off depression. So I think it happened maybe November, December of last year. And then I forgot all about it. And all of this year, I was thinking I need to do that. I need to do it. Oh, it's gonna be so much work. I don't want to do it. And then there was no work <laughs> to be done for that particular part. But I was still able to cut out some parts. And I was also able to fix an error that kept happening with the uh, website that I write my scripts on. It kept not putting continued when the dialogue was continuing. And I finally figured out what that error was because I had to manually do it. And I was taking up a lot of time. So I fixed that. I made it shorter. I spotted some more spelling errors, which is one of the most annoying things to me, <laughs> you know, because sometimes, you know, you've read the script so many times, you don't see the errors, and then you ask for feedback, and people still miss some of the errors, but I'm pretty sure 99% of the errors are gone with the spelling and the grammar, and so I just was like, is it good enough? And is this the right year to submit it? Because there's so much death going on. And this script is about a serial killer. So I sat with it, I meditated on it. I went back and forth, back and forth. Is it or is it not the right year? And the truth is I don't feel like it's the right year. I would have felt like it was the right year, maybe in 2018 or 2019 because people were more optimistic. But now with all that's going on in the world, no one really wants to see a serial killer murdering people, right? So I decided, you know what, it really isn't the best year, but neither will next year and neither will the following year. And I don't feel like I'm gonna be able to figure out the best year now because of COVID. So it's better to just submit it to Nichols and let them tell me no, rather than me getting in my own way and in my own thoughts and being like, no, it's not the right year. So I submitted it and I asked for feedback. And this is the first time I've asked for feedback with Nichols. I only submitted last year to them. And so I'm, I'm sure the feedback will be helpful. It's always good to see how your work is coming across. And then it's just a weight game, you know? I don't really have any other scripts that I want to submit to Nichols. Maybe next year I will. A Shuddering at Sit Root might be the right script, but I just feel accomplished today that 
I set this goal because I've been telling myself I'm going to submit to Nichols in 2021. So I was able to force myself today to like really sit down, hunker down and edit it and improve it. And I did so much. I did so well. I'm so proud of myself. Then, you know, there's still this feeling of, well, some of the dialogue probably is still wooden. <laughs> it's not the best year, like I said earlier. Maybe I should have re-added that one part that I took out. And maybe I should have put in that one part that other person said. And so your mind goes gobble, 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 gobble. It, it will. And that's not something to judge yourself about. It's not something to avoid or run away with or run, run away from. It just comes with the territory of being a writer. You're going to second guess yourself. You're always going to feel like the script is not good enough. Or rather, cancel that one out. You're always going to feel like there's some improvement that you can make to the script. Okay, because I love my script. I do think it's good enough. However, when it comes to the industry and some of the dialogue, I feel like, yeah, there's still room for improvement. And I've heard that from so many other writers that they always feel like there's room for improvement. And you should. You should never feel arrogant enough that everything you've written is perfect and there's nothing that can be tweaked. But you shouldn't let that stop you from putting it out there or from even filming it or even getting a director or producer, okay? <laughs> At some point, just like a mama bird, you got to let your creative work go and just see how it shows up in the world. And you might be surprised by what comes back. So this script did place in 2019 as a semi-finalist in Big Break, Final Draft. And it was just something to get my mind to focus on the script. Because it had just, like I said earlier, it had been deleted. I had lost so many updated versions over the years. But I submitted it. And obviously the right reader read it and understood it and got it. And there were a lot of errors. <laughs> okay, looking back on it now, there are a lot of errors. But I think that my voice was clear enough in that script for the person to see value in it. And so now that it's its best draft, I'm more confident in submitting to them again. I don't know if I really will, or even if It'll be a reader that understands my script, but I'm just very appreciative of the journey. Because like I said, I, I wrote it when I was 19. It's an old script. It's been alive in my mind for many, many years. And it saddens me that the world's in such a state of disarray that it still has to wait to be put out there again. But what is the saying? All good things come to those who wait. Patience is a virtue. Even if this script never wins anything else, it's never produced again, I'm still 
in love with it. I truly, truly love this script, even though it has a lot of darkness in it. You can't write characters and do them justice if you don't love them. I've never been able to write a character I hated because then that limits the story and what you are able to do with the character. And most people nowadays do not like to read or see a villain who is just all bad. It's, dis it's disingenuous to what actually is. So I will give you all updates on if I do place in a competition or not. And the feedback won't come until September. So I don't even know if I'll be um, <laughs> doing a podcast on that at that point. But I just want to encourage all of you to celebrate your milestones. This was a goal I set for myself a while back. And to get the page countdown and to improve it, and I really have, and I'm really excited for it. And now I have more energy, because I'm not resisting writing this script anymore, I have more energy to focus on some of my other scripts. And this main script that I'm talking about, that's a feature, it's a long script because it's been alive for so long, so I'm planning to adapt it to a limited series or a mini-series four or five episodes and that will likely be a playwright a radio right for this podcast because that's how I originally envisioned it people listening to it rather than watching it so I'm gonna do all three <laughs> I'm gonna have it as a feature and I'm going to have it as um, a podcast screenplay, or rather a playwright. And I'm going to also adapt it to a miniseries format. Because I love the script and I love the characters. And I just, I feel like it deserves to have the whole story told for myself. Right? And later down the road, who knows? Somebody else might see value in it. There might be a cult following or more. I'm not limiting the possibilities. But yes, I'll be able to do those before the end of this year. And I'll also be able to focus on my other scripts. So I'm just very happy today. Tonight, rather. It's 11.33. <laughs> and I have my tea. And I'm about to just veg out and watch something online. So just to summarize, set your goals, enjoy the journey, accept that you're going to have negative thought or thoughts, and then celebrate your victories, your failures, your triumphs, and your milestones. Because if you don't, who will? <laughs> 